Hi, I'm Bruce Weinstein, and this is the podcast Cooking with Bruce and Mark. And I'm Mark Scarborough, and together Bruce and I have written 36 cookbooks, including the Essential Air Fryer Cookbook and our brand new book out this fall, Instant Pot Bible, The Next Generation, a follow-up to our bestseller, Instant Pot Bible, but today we're not doing any of that. Nope, because today is the Tuna Fish Show. Oh, now wait. Let me say one thing and then let us say one thing. In the past few episodes, we've been talking about how to use up pantry staples or use pantry staples in interesting ways. I don't think we're using up tuna fish today. Well, unless you have a can that's been sitting in there for long enough you want to get rid of it. Correct. We're mostly talking about how to use a five-ounce can today. But still, nonetheless, we've been talking about pantry staples. And today we come to tuna fish, which is different than the tuna. Well, tuna is what you call (laughs) the raw fish caught in the ocean that you make steaks out of and you grill and eat sushi tuna fish is what comes in a can it is i don't know why that americanism is so weird but it is and tuna fish is what comes out of a can so let's talk for before we jump to the ideas of what to do with tuna fish what what about tuna fish well let's talk about what kind i should say we eat a fair amount we do i love tuna fish and i know but people are saying it way it's not safe you shouldn't eat that much tuna fish it's okay if you're eating the yellowfin tuna and the skipjack that's okay. Those are better for you than if you're eating albacore mm. um, or mm. blue. First of all, mm. I've never seen bluefin tin. Oh, my God. I can't even imagine. Wow. But albacore is the standard, like chicken of the sea, mostly. And that's the one that can have high mercury contents. You do want to limit that. And so we do prefer looking for the yellowfin tuna because it is more sustainable and it is better it, for and you. And tuna fish comes in two different varieties, I'm sure you know. It comes in either packed in oil or packed in water. Um, your diet can determine what you you want to eat. Yep. Uh, we tend to anymore eat tuna fish packed in oil because it's just so much taste. You know? And a caveat to that is I buy the I buy the <laughs> yellowfin tuna fish packed in olive oil. Yeah. So there you go. Yeah, there you go. That's and it's, the one I like best. And it is more expensive, uh, I will admit, but it tastes better. But if you know, if you're trying to cut calories or you're trying to watch your health, then packed in um, water is just fine. And remember, tuna fish comes in two ways. It comes in the same old cans that we all grew up with. And it also comes now in pouches. Which is like cat food. Yeah, and it, it's it is. And it's people are a little resistant to the pouches. Because it's, it's like, like cat food. Cat food. But honestly, you can uh, help save the planet a little bit and buy the pouches. So um, and whatever you want, we're going to talk about a five ounce portion of tuna fish. Okay, so I'm going to start out and I'm going to start out with the the easiest recipe ever in the history of the world. I think this is complete convenience food cooking. This is not what fancy cookbook writers should be talking about, but I don't care. Oh my God, I'm scared. Because this is so easy, and I have done this more than once in my life as the easiest lunch in the middle of winter ever. You can make it for dinner in the summer, and that is you take a five-ounce can of tuna. Fish. This case, yes, tuna fish. A five-ounce can of tuna fish, and in this case, I would recommend it's packed in water because of what I'm going to do with it. So I take a five ounce can of tuna fish packed in water drain it dump a 1920 ounce can of minestrone soup in a pan add the tuna fish add a couple tablespoons of sherry that's the key Mm. here and heat it up and honestly you don't have to heat it until it don't heat it until it boils just until it gets hot and you have suddenly this kind of weird sicilian tuna soup i realize no that sounds amazing this is not anything that um any real sicilian cook is gonna you know what i think that (laughs) please don't at me on social media that's so sophisticated (laughs) i'm gonna let you get away with calling it sicilian tuna soup even though you're using tuna fish in it (laughs) 
we're going to get away with calling it Sicilian tuna soup because it sounds very sophisticated. Well, it is, and it's so easy. And you can buy really decent minestrone. You can buy the cheap stuff. But I would recommend, since you're going with such ease here, buy yourself a decent can of minestrone. Get a couple tablespoons of dry sherry. If you don't like the dried sherry idea or don't want the alcohol, then replace that with about a tablespoon of uh, unsweetened apple juice. You, what you're looking for is just a little sweetness behind it all. And again, you can even put a tablespoon of white balsamic vinegar. That you could. Nice and hit. don't boil this. Just bring it up till it's hot okay. because the tuna fish will get too fishy. Okay. So now we all love sushi and we all love tuna rolls in the sushi I restaurant. Remember sushi? I, I remember sushi. I remember restaurants. There, you know, there was, there was re- at one point. Well, what was this thing we did? We did what? We went out for dinner what was that like <laughs> i don't remember anyway, so go ahead. Gonna, so here's how you make a carb free tuna fish roll okay. so rather than going and getting some raw bluefin tuna you're going to just open a five ounce can of tuna in this case i actually like it packed in oil but again if you want to have your tuna fish packed in water you can drain it okay you're going to mix it with two tablespoons of chopped pickled sushi ginger i don't care if it's pink or white and you can add a tablespoon of soy sauce and two medium scallions. You're gonna mash that all up, and then instead of putting it in the middle of a rice roll, you're gonna serve it in lettuce cups. It's a great idea. It's a little Boston lettuce, because you have canned tuna fish, you have pickled sushi ginger, you have soy sauce, you have scallions. That is so delicious in lettuce cups. I like it both in the sweet Boston lettuce cups and in the bitter red radicchio cups. Yeah, I'm not a fan of the Boston lettuce. And I'm not a fan because it's soft. So, of course, I'm more of a fan. Everything to me is crunch. So I'm much more a fan of romaine and that kind of stuff. And then you're not going to roll it. You'll just have a boat. That's right. You'll have a tuna fish boat. Mm. But um, with the ginger, this is a really great idea for an easy, easy summer deck dinner or an easy, easy summer summer deck lunch. If you like things spicy, feel free to add a little bit of wasabi paste to it, but that's completely optional. Okay, so here's my next idea, and this is something, again, that I have run into the ground. You take a, you take a can of, of tuna fish packed in, in this case, I prefer it in oil. You can choose water. Take tuna fish packed in oil, and then dump it in a bowl, add a drained can, 15 ounce can of white beans. So a drained and rinsed, I'd rinse them off because they're a little slimy. Drained and rinsed uh, can of white beans, uh, 15 ounce can. And then just add some uh, minced sage. And please use fresh here, uh, up to two tablespoons. I mean, a fair amount of sage. Use a goodly amount and a goodly amount of lemon juice, maybe about two tablespoons. Mix all that together and you have the best bruschetta topping I no. can imagine. And if you don't have Italian bread to put it and make a true bruschetta, you can easily just use uh, pita wedges or even delicious pita crackers. Yeah. yeah, and this is one of those things that you can gussy it up a bit. If you want to, you can, even though Italians will gross out at this, you can shred some Parmesan cheese on top of it. I know Italians, cheese and fish, but in this case, oh, it'd be good. you can shred some ta- uh, Parmesan cheese on top of it. You can sriracha it up if you mm. want. Sriracha, I can never say that word. Sriracha it up. Um, you can add any topping to it, even, believe it or not, and I have tried this, you can add sliced, drained, canned, water chestnuts on top for a little bit of more crunch any case the all what you need is that can of tuna that can of white beans 
good mints, good amount of mint sage, and a good amount of lemon juice, and you are ready to go with party food. Oh my God, that sounds delicious. Okay, and that is sort of like a very sophisticated tuna fish salad kind of thing you've mm-hmm. turned into bruschetta. Right. So if let's say you just want to have a tuna fish salad sandwich, well, I know most people just put the mayonnaise and a little onion powder and a little pepper, and they're done. Uh, uh, uh. We're going to make a mustard and dill tuna fish salad. Mm. So you're going to take your five-ounce can of tuna Mm. fish packed in water or oil. Mm. Again, I like oil. Do what you want. Drain it. Add a tablespoon of Dijon good, no-spanking, spicy Dijon mustard. A tablespoon of fresh chopped dill. And two tablespoons of sour cream. We're using sour cream instead of mayonnaise because it's both tangy and sweet. And it'll just say, so delicious. And we're going to stir it together. And we're going to make that and dump it onto a sandwich. I I Mm. can imagine that also in a pita pocket. Oh, yeah. I can imagine it on whole wheat bread. I can imagine it on toasted rye bread. I can Mm -hmm. imagine it on toasted pumpernickel. I can imagine on a pumpernickel bagel. I can imagine on a toasted bialy. Yeah, all of that mm. would be great. And, you know, I'm, listen, we we have established that I eat mayonnaise out of the jar on a spoon. And I ugh, I love mayonnaise. And when Bruce makes homemade mayonnaise, oh, my God, I lick the food processor clean without the blade. Well, maybe <laughs> the blade, too. It would be worth it to cut my tongue up to eat mayonnaise. Oh, oh, oh. But- <laughs> oh, I'm not even going there. <laughs> but, however, however, this is a great way to add flavor. And I actually find that sometimes mayonnaise doesn't have enough flavor to stand up to tuna no, fish. No, it's, it's, I mean, it's just fat and oil. But sour yeah. cream is actually going to add a, a depth and level of flavor. Yeah. And it'll carry that mustard especially and dill the, in a way. Especially and, with the Dijon yeah. in it. So my next idea is for tuna fish burgers. I know, don't gross out. Don't freak out tuna fish burgers. Well, I love tuna burgers. You take some nice raw bluefin. First of all, no one should ever cook bluefin tuna. So I don't get tuna burgers. All right, big eye tuna. You grind it up and you (laughs) put it on a bun. No, no, no. This is tuna fish burgers. And don't freak out. So take a five-ounce can of tuna fish. And I would recommend packed in oil, but you can do it in water. It's It's no worries here so take that and drain it you don't want all that liquid in this so drain out your can mix that drained tuna fish with a large egg white you'll need to beat that in a little bowl and add a quarter cup of rolled oats and i mean rolled standard rolled oats don't use quick cooking or instant oats and don't use steel cut oats good grief no oh that'd be crunchy (laughs) crunchy tuna use Standard rolled oats and then some lemon pepper seasoning. I don't know, a tablespoon. And mix that together. So you got your drained tuna fish. You got your egg whites. You got a quarter cup of rolled oats. And you got a tablespoon, let's say, of lemon pepper seasoning. And form that mixture into two patties. Okay. And basically what I'm making, right, is is kind of croquettes. You're making the best tuna fish croquettes ever. And I would recommend when you saute these, use a nonstick skillet. And they're very it's a very soft mixture, but oh my god, you can get them crunchy. So you're going to fry them in a little bit of olive oil. Yeah, use and oil even in the nonstick skillet. You know what else would be a really good addition to this if you want to goosey it up? You can put... Goosey? Yeah, you can goosey it up with some goosey? chopped capers. Wouldn't that be a nice addition? Goosey? 
I'm, I'm, st- I'm not off Goosey. What word is that? Goosey was our first dog, Dreidel's best friend. His friend was Goosey. Yes, but it's not a verb. <laughs> this is why I'm the writer. Um, okay, so yes, that's good. I, but I would serve it on what? Well, how would you serve this? I would do it on whole wheat rolls with lots of mustard and yep. even maybe some radish sprouts. Yep. And if you don't want to have um, carbs or you don't want to have gluten, because right. this is already gluten-free. Yes, these you are can gluten-free. serve this on top of a Caesar salad. That's right. They are gluten-free. And let me make one caveat on that. Oats are naturally gluten-free, as we all know, but oats are often processed in facilities where wheat is processed. So you would really need to use certified gluten-free rolled oats if this is a concern for you. But otherwise, the patties themselves are gluten-free. They are. You could eat it on gluten-free buns. You could eat it in a pita pocket with a lot of, I don't know, what would be a good condiment for this? Uh, I'm back to mustard. Pickle relish. Oh, always pickle, pickle relish. relish. Pickle relish and, and pickled jalapeno rounds. Yum. Would be a delightful condiment in a in a pita pocket. Now I have never been a fan of fish croquettes. I mean, salmon croquettes—the idea of them want to make me Ralph. But these tuna fish croquettes. Mm. Funny, how come canned salmon is not salmon fish? How come fresh tuna is tuna and canned tuna is tuna fish, but fresh salmon is salmon and canned salmon is salmon? Don't just go back to your word goosey and use that a lot and don't worry (laughs) about it. Um, Oh, my God. I love salmon croquettes. My mother used to make them when I was a kid out of canned salmon and Canned salmon fish. I loved them, and I was the one who goes searching for the little bit of bone. That little uh, there's always that little bit of bone in it, and oh my god, I would want that because it was crunchy. You know, that's the answer right there. It's because we say canned salmon. There's salmon, and there's canned salmon. Well, there's tuna, and there's tuna fish. It's just another way of saying canned tuna. Okay, sure. After this, we got two more. Okay, here's a dish you can bring to your next party. Oh. If you ever have a party again. Yeah, what's a if party? If we ever have a vaccine. Is that restaurants? Is that like <laughs> restaurants? Yeah. Are restaurants parties? I think they are. We are going to make a tuna slaw with Southeast Asian-inspired flavors. Okay, okay, go for it. So we're going to take a big bowl, and we're going to put an 8-ounce bag of shredded cabbage, which is, you know, that coleslaw mixed yeah. bag. We're going to put one peeled and diced cucumber. We're going to put one cord and seeded red bell pepper. So we have our cabbage, our cucumber, our pepper, six medium scallions thinly sliced. We're going to put a third of a cup of seasoned rice vinegar. Seasoned. Seasoned. So it has a little bit of sugar and a little bit of salt. Seasoned. So now we have this beautiful, beautiful slaw with cabbage and cucumbers and scallions and peppers and seasoned rice vinegar. It doesn't even need oil. And then you're going to dump into that a five-ounce can of tuna fish. And that's going to be drained. Again, I would do this in oil. You could do it in water. Right. Toss it up. You can refrigerate it for up to three hours or eat it right away. It is an amazingly simple and delicious slaw with tuna fish. Yeah, and you could add toasted sliced almonds to this. Or peanuts or cashews peanuts, or any of those things. cashews. Yeah. All those things would be great to add for this. Mm. Okay, so here's the last idea. And that is, and don't freak out. <laughs> that you, seems to be the caveat before every idea you have. Don't I know, freak but out. just think about tuna fish as a way to make tacos. And don't freak out. Oh, tuna fish tacos sound fabulous. Okay, all you have to do is I would suggest you take flour tortillas. You can take corn. I would suggest flour. Then get your tuna fish, your five-ounce can. You can either uh, get it packed in water or oil. Either way, doesn't matter. Drain it out. Crumble it on top of your tortillas, add shredded lettuce, chopped tomatoes, jarred salsa. I would skip the cheese. 
Uh, and there you go. I mean, basically, I'm just making a tuna wrap, and I'm calling them soft well, tuna tacos. Well, you're basically making a soft. Tacos. You're making a soft taco with tuna fish instead of say shredded chicken or cooked ground beef right which is a really super easy and delicious change yeah it's a good summer cold dish you can bring these out to the deck or as the patio you want to bring them with uh in my opinion with good margaritas and bruce has the best recipe for margaritas oh, ever it's like forget the one part this to six sevenths of a part that and you have to have a little it's equal parts tequila orange liqueur preferably cointreau and lime juice a pinch of sugar shake it with ice pour it either up or over more ice and that's it it's equal parts it's all about the equal parts it is and the pinch of sugar and really the pinch and for me the problem with most people's margaritas is they are so darn sweet and the cointreau or the orange flavored liqueur in there is already sweet i should add that uh i am not as fussy as i appear because i don't actually like grand marnier in a margarita i like cointreau in yeah. there but you could use triple sec and triple sec will make it sweeter if yeah. the caveat is if you use triple sec do not do the pinch of sugar. The pinch of sugar was because we had Cointreau. And note, your margarita will still be a little sweeter than mine. Yeah, exactly. And it's just equal parts. Tequila, yeah, that's it. That's it. Cointreau, and uh, lime juice with a little, just a little bit of sugar. Oh, my gosh. It's sour. It's delicious. And with these tacos, it would mm. be a killer. Sounds great. If you love this tuna fish show as much as we love this tuna fish show, please subscribe to Cooking with Bruce and Mark wherever you get your podcasts and give us a five-star rating. We would really appreciate it. And connect with us on social media, on Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook. And check out our YouTube channel, Cooking with Bruce and Mark. We have a lot of videos about how to work with the Instant Pot and with air fryers. But we've also started a new series, a deep dig into, and you name the food. We are up with obsessive takes, wonky kitcheny takes on all kinds of kitchen and culinary favorites and some that you may not have heard of before. But it's all a deep dive into that. We'd love to see you there. And we'd love to have you back here on the next episode of Cooking with Bruce and Mark.